Welcome to Fuji Love. This is the show that is all about the Fujifilm X-Series and GFX cameras, but more importantly, it's about the photographers who love to use them. I'm Mark Sadowski, and this show is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, whether it's news, interviews, and so much more, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And now, on with the show. My guest this week is Caleb Kneven. You may know him from the very popular web series on YouTube, Bad Flashes. Uh, he is an amazing film photographer. He is a really awesome filmmaker. And Caleb, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much. You've said way too many nice things back to back. Uh, you should probably say something um, that is counter productive to all those other ones. <laughs> well, I also said the word awesome a lot. And that usually is the the balance because I, I get a lot of emails saying, man, you say awesome way too much. I'm like, that's awesome of you to notice. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I appreciate it. And thank you for, for reaching out. And I'm excited to be on the uh, podcast. I always enjoy chatting and talking all things photography. And so before we begin... Uh, you also have uh, a brand new podcast, uh, photography podcast uh, that's on uh, YouTube. It's also on the regular podcasting apps, where you know any podcasting apps that you can yeah. use. Uh, doing that with Jason. What, what, what is your podcast name? Mami Amigos. Yes, yes, I love that name. Yes, it's it's fantastic. It was it, we we thought of it like way too long ago, and we we're like. We both looked at each other and was like, don't you say anything to anyone. <laughs> don't you tell the name because once it exists, it's out there and people want it. And no, it's it, everyone. Um, everyone who's reached out has been very supportive for one of the, of the podcast. And we are so ecstatic about that. Uh, but they're also like the second thing is like, uh, yeah, the name is amazing. You guys killed it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun journey so far. Nice. Yeah. Uh, how many episodes are you up to? So we're, we just launched our third one or released launched. Yeah. We launched it into outer space. Uh, we released <laughs> our third episode with our, our friend Birgit uh, from Lomo. Um, and uh, it's doing really well. It's a great one. It's, it's always fun to, it's always fun to see, to see her. And I mean, we all went to, we, so Jason and I went to New York and we did a, um, like a slew of podcasts and uh, so it was just a fun time. It was a really fun time. So that was the first of our, our New York episodes. Those were really fun to watch. And oh, awesome. I, I can't wait for more now that oh, you yeah. mentioned there's going to be more. Oh, totally. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot. Yeah. We like, like we were talking about earlier. Um, uh, yeah. You got to bankroll sometimes, you know, and it's like when you have all these friends that you want to talk to and some we hadn't even actually met before, but we just, you know, knew through Instagram or knew through YouTube uh, and so you just have, you just have to get together and, and talk and, ex you know, exchange the weirdness of YouTube film photography sometimes. So d describe uh, for, for the people who haven't seen it, Bad Flashes, describe mm -hmm. that channel to everybody and yeah. why Bad Flashes? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, the, basically Bad Flashes is all about 
film photography and the exploration and the love and the celebration of all things film. Um, but funny enough, uh, bad flashes actually came from the name came from uh, my Sony Cybershot, my, uh, my fiance, um, when she was in college, she had this like seven megapixel CCD sensor Cybershot, Sony Cybershot. And, um, I found it in one of her drawers one day when we were kind of spring cleaning and I was like, Oh my God, this still works. This is everything to me right now. I'm going to start a new Instagram account. Actually, it started as an Instagram account and it's just going to be nothing but this camera. Um, that camera was awesome back in the day. I mean, Hey, it still is. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> slow, but it it, 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 it spawned out of that. Like I, you know, I had my, my name, my normal Caleb can even Instagram that has all the film stuff on it, but I wanted to, kind of just explore something different with the CCD sensor and, and that Sony Cybershot, which I would take around to parties and I would get, and the biggest thing is like, I would take it out at night and I would, the flash would obviously turn on. And these photos were just so bad (laughs) in a good way. Like in that, in that way that I think, you know, the resurgence of CCD sensors are coming back or the, or the uh, really the point and shoot um, cameras. People are like, Oh yeah, this is so bad. It's good. Right. So um, I just was like, uh, but yeah, it's a bad flash. And I was like, oh, bad flash, bad flash, bad flashes, <gasps> bad flashes. And so when it came time for the channel, I was very lazy. And I was like, you know what? I like that name. I'll just use it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. And, and funny enough, like I don't have a lot of, you know, I sometimes sneak in uh, the Sony Cybershot in some episodes, especially like stuff that Jason and I go on, like longer trips or something. I'll always throw that in the back pocket because like, you know, it's super small. And then I'll take a few photos here and there, but it's never like a main part of the channel. But it's it's there. It's in the background. I think the Cybershot, the way it looks, if, uh, if photography had a Star Wars equivalent, the Cybershot <laughs> would be the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I like that. That's a good comparison. I'll take that. <laughs> it's a hunk of junk, but it'll, it'll yeah. do the job. Exactly, exactly, yeah. You know, it's funny because, like, um, you know, and then I found this actually this past Christmas. I went home and um, I found my parents' old Nikon. I, I, I think it's probably a Coolpix, you know, you name the number, Coolpix 9000 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be my new Bad Flashes camera. And then I started using it. I'm like it's a little too slow for me. <laughs> it's a little too bad. It's like, it's like extra bad flashes. And I it's like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. This was just a bad flash. Uh, yeah, 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 just, yeah. 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 There's nothing, nothing good about it. Yeah. In fact, the photos look rather normal. In comparison. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how, how it all started anyway. Uh, by the way, this is probably the only time I'll be complimenting a, a Sony camera. It's uh, the extremely outdated one. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can't can't uh, say too many nice things about those new ones. <laughs> Not on yeah. the Fuji Love podcast. <laughs> um, so, d- tell me about like what what is it about film film photography yeah. that mm-hmm. that draws you so close? Like, uh, oh, yeah. why 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 go back? Why go back? Well, because, you know, in my, in my technical profession, um, it's very computer driven. It's very, uh, by the numbers, mathematical, you have to kind of get everything right. Um, it's, it's visual effects. So it started with, so that's my job. Um, and I, and I kind of wanted to get away from that because I actually really like tactile things, even though 
I love computers and I love creating things on the computer. Um, and obviously editing is a major computer component. Um, I just needed something and want something that was tactile. So, um, I wanted to, I've always been interested in cameras and filmmaking and, and telling stories through visual mediums. Um, and I think it was kind of marrying that with an analog experience, kind of like the records that I own or the tape player that I have or, or, you know, anything that's, I even, you know, woodworking is another thing that's tactile that I, that I do or have done in the past. So it's one of those things. It's like, it's very much methodical in its own right. Um, and that's why I gravitated towards it. A good, healthy balance. Mentally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also with, with the immediacy of, of how the world operates now. And, and, you know, for me, this was back in 2014, 15 or whatever it was. Um, but like, you know, I sat in front of the computer and I was doing artwork for television kind of thing, you know, or making visual effects for television. And, and as, as immediate as it is seeing what you're doing on the computer right away, it was almost liberating not seeing my images yeah. going and, taking a photo and then going to my local lab, Sammy's um, at the time and, and seeing the photo come out and be like, wow, I took that and it's garbage, <laughs> and, <laughs> but I love it, you know, cause it's, it's, it's something that I hadn't experienced to that point. Um, you know, maybe earlier in my life, you know, with my parents' cameras or something like that, but you know, that doesn't count. I was 10 and didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that, like there is some, even, a film photo that's garbage still has a little magic to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think with the enclave of all these, these images that everyone is, you know, seeing whether it's Instagram or Flickr or smug mug or it, just like literally anything, uh, even television, right. To movies, it's everywhere. Images are everywhere. And I think a little imperfection is what people need sometimes. And I think that's why people are like, oh, wow, yeah, there is a quality to it. And that's why I think people gravitate towards it, for sure. Oh, totally. You see it everywhere. You see it oh, in, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, the, the bad movies that people mm-hmm. love to watch. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, why watch an Oscar-winning nominated movie all the time when you can have some bad stuff in there, too? And feel, yeah. feel great because it gives you a completely different feeling or expression or experience i mean if it weren't for that the room would have no place (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) throwing spoons at the 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 screen (laughs) oh hello mark (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i mean the amount of times oh man everyone should have a mark in their life (laughs) (laughs) i happen to be one (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true you are Uh, you are everyone's mark in life (laughs) yeah it still doesn't stop the one-star reviews though um with the film photography like what are what are you using right now as like your your favorite cameras oh and, and film stock uh, I, I know that's a <laughs> hornet's nest uh, that is very much one uh yeah oh man what am i using right now i mean as i look back on my shelf behind me it, it, it will to be fair it will always and forever be my m6 my like m6 for sure um it's really hard to go on an adventure and not take that camera. There are so many times, you know, Jason and I prepare for something and we're like, okay, 
what are you going to do? What are you going to bring? You know, we always ask that question to each other yeah. and it, and it sometimes changes, sometimes it doesn't, but like, you know, the other day we're actually going, um, in, in a few weeks, we're going to be going to Chicago with the dark room. And, uh, he was like, so what are you, what are you thinking about doing? What are you thinking about taking? And I'm like, Oh, you know, I think, I think I'm going to take my new Nikon FA. So I just got that uh, like about a month ago and I've been doing that. Um, but then I was like, but then I look at my shelf and I look at my M6 and it just looks at me and it's like, really, really, you, you're going to take, you're going to take her over me. (laughs) And and so, you know, and so like, I I think I texted him. I was like, I don't, after that conversation, I was like, I don't know, maybe the M6, (laughs) but, but I, uh, but you know, so I, I do, I personify a lot of things in my life when it comes to objects. So the FA is looking at me too. So, you know, I, I think that's kind of my new, new is the, is the FA. If I can give you a long winded answer, it's, <laughs> it's a fun camera. Uh, it, it, the lens is actually pretty decent. It's not even a Nikon lens. It's just a Tokina. And so uh, 24 to 70 can't go wrong with that. It has a macro function. So that's fantastic. That's awesome. What, yeah. what is it about the Leica M6 that like really draws people because mm, yeah. that, that is like the talk of film yeah. photography. Totally. In fact, Leica just reissued it. Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Um, oh man, I think it's the, the material. There's probably a lot of hype there too. Um, I mean, I, it's, it's a super popular camera and it's been around for forever and, and a lot of really, uh, prolific people have used it, um, in the past. And I think it just has clout because of that for sure. But also you just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's every little part about the advance. And like I said, you know, back it's the tactileness is what yeah. I really appreciate. And so it is as minute and small as advancing the frame to the, or advancing your camera to the next frame. It's like, there's just this little resistance and it feels phenomenal. And it's really weird to say that that little resistance is, is what does it, but it, it really is. It's, it's, it's just the way it's built and the craftsmanship of it all, I think. Um, because yeah, at the end of the day, camera, camera, is camera, like it's just going to expose the film. It's not yeah. going to make you any bit better, but uh, you know, something that, you know, Jason's I've said, I, you know, everyone says it. A lot of people say it's like the camera you want to pick up is the camera that will make you better. Um, so I, it's just, it's just always that for me. I just pick it up and it just feels right in the hand. It, I mean, it's a sexy camera too. Uh, yeah, it's, it, that yeah. doesn't hurt either. I mean, I'm also uh, very, I'm really into range finders. So yeah. that's, that's really what it is. It's, I, I really, I really just love the range finder system in general. Um, I think it's because sometimes I, I, I second guess myself so often when it comes to focus. Cause I just, I just don't want to be off. Right. Um, yeah. but, uh, but that little ghost image between between the viewfinder and everything, it's just like, it will at least be like, no, you're okay. It holds my hand a little bit. It's like, no, you, we have you. you you're, you're fine. <laughs> you so correctly. With, so that, that that's one of the things that I've always, uh, it's always pre- prevented me from uh, using a true range, range finder mm, okay. in that I have bad eyesight. Um. Well, so, I, maybe, maybe that helps, you know, you just see if you can re- align those two uh, ghost images, then, then you're good. You're good and golden. I mean, I guess if you're using glasses. Prevent- oh, well, that's true too. Yeah. That, that's my, my concern is that, cause I yeah. can never get my eye to look precisely, but then again, mm. I've never used to like it before. So maybe they have tremendous viewfinders that are 
uh, that that just uh, here, yeah, put your eyeball next to this, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just do the rest. <laughs> we'll hold your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. I get that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, the closest that I get to it is uh, the the X Pro series on the Fujifilm. Well, which- you know, I, so I've never really played with, or I've never taken a significant amount of photos with a Fuji system. Um, but those X Pros, like, there's if you're gonna see any Fuji on my on my lap or even on my eBay account, it's it's, it's there's always an X Pro in front of it. <laughs> It's, yeah, that, those are the ones that I'm like, ooh, with the hybrid viewfinder, I could get down with that. I can do it. Uh, I am amazing cameras. I regret selling my uh, X Pro Two. Mm. Um, it is. Uh, it's gone to a good home. Uh, my buddy is using it, and he's oh, using steal it. it back. I, I can't do that. He he's having too much fun with it. And, yeah, okay, uh, fine. Uh, uh, and he's in Ohio and, and, uh, oh, okay. and bigger than me. So he, he <laughs> would, he would, he would wreck me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. Um, yeah. Not that I've ever thought of it. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I was actually looking up, uh, X pros the other day, just, just because I'm like, they, they look so nice. Sometimes I feel like so, I I do have a I have a Sony. My main digital is a Sony um, A seven four for like all my video work and everything. Um, yeah, we all have our flaws. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, <laughs> but like you know, <laughs> but I you know it's for work, but it's also for video. Yeah. But the thing is, is like okay, so I don't have a digital camera that that I would actually take out and and shoot photos with t- digitally, um, and that's maybe why I don't. I don't know, but. Um, the, that's why the Fuji, the X pros are always, they're always in the back of my mind. Cause I'm like, well, I think it has all of the things that I want except for it's just digital. So I think I can, I think I can hang with that. I really enjoy the X pro threes uh, mm. and X pro threes are the most controversial. Right. Uh, Cause that back screen, right? Is that yeah. That back right? screen. But let me tell you something that back screen makes it, feel like a film camera more than anything that Fujifilm has made all because mm. like, like when you're holding a, a film camera, uh, whether it's uh, your, your Nikon or, or, or your Canon, yeah. like your, your back thumb has free range to rest anywhere it wants to. Mm-hmm. Whereas on a digital regular digital camera, you never want to be touching your LCD screen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so your thumb is tucked in. Yeah. That's true. And, and, and so when Fuji made their uh, their X Pro Three, like you would have a lot of hatred mm. from a lot of people until they used it, and then yeah. that magic took over. And I think subconsciously, 100%. that thumb placement you could put it anywhere you want, and now you're 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 really really holding your camera rather than oh, kind yeah. of precariously yeah. holding it. Oh, totally. And I think also like I could see the whole scratching of the back, the back screen, you know, for, for, you know, for my Sony, I have a screen protector on it just because yeah. you know, everything happens and whatever. But, um, but yeah, yeah. The, that back screen is very precious for sure. Yep. So I could see that. Yeah. You just tuck it behind, you know, you don't have to see it. I, that like there was, um, I mean, it was a few years ago now, but when Jason and I did our first tour up to the Sierra Nevada mountains or whatever, um, I, my computer, my computer, uh, it's basically a computer, Pentax <laughs> 6, 7, uh, or my Pentax 645 died and I had to use my Sony, uh, for 
for photos. Cause I like, I had, I had Jason's contacts that I stole from him, his T2 and then I had my <laughs> Sony and I'm like, I only brought a certain amount of 35. It was, it was going to be a trip all for my six, four, five. Um, yeah. and so I try, I tried to use the Sony and it just, I don't know. It just, I, I used it, but like, I don't know the last time I looked at those photos. I don't think like I did a little bit and I think I, there are some photos in the video, like some, maybe the one or two, but yeah, it's just, it's just, just definitely not the same. And I tried to turn the screen off and just not look, flip it around and all that stuff. But it just still like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just like, I have no restraint. <laughs> like I was just, just like, I can't <laughs> not, maybe I should have like duct tape it, you know, shut or something and then it would have been fine. But yeah, I don't know. I remember that episode where your camera broke. Oh uh, man. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, Jason and I joke that it's like, it's the one in both in either of our videos. It's the one clip that pl- is constantly played. No matter <laughs> what, it's like there, it, you can always find room for it to be in your episode. Your face is just priceless. It, it is the funniest thing, <laughs> but you're, yeah. you can't help but to have your heart sink every time oh, you man. see it. Yeah, it's like it's a so guilty sad. laugh. <laughs> Oh, totally. It, you know, at this point it's like, you know, I've, I, I've sold it for parts. I've, I've pieced everything out. The remnants of the six, four, five does not exist in my life anymore. And it's fine. It's like, I can, I I've always laughed about it, you know, uh, other than that one trip, but, um, it's, it's it lives in infamy now. And I, I'm, I'm here for it. Cause <laughs> why not, why not laugh at it? Yeah. Um, so speaking of uh, Jay and his channel, uh, you both update your website, your, your YouTube channels roughly the same time. If I mm-hmm. see one of your videos, I'm bound to see both your videos totally, uh, yeah. show up in my feed. Is that, mm-hmm. uh, has that design helped you both? You know, if anything, it's probably helped me way more, you know, if you've seen his subscriber count. Uh, but it, it was a it it I think overall it's kind of created a zeitgeist of of the two of us, really. Um, and it's kind of larger than the channels, if that makes sense a little bit. At least I, th- I think so, because people expect it for sure now. You know, before it was. I, you know, he, he was established and I then just started uh, uploading cause I, I needed a different creative outlet than what I was getting at the moment. Um, so YouTube was the next step for me. And, uh, and it, it just so happened whether it was by conscious or not that I uploaded on a Thursday and then our schedules aligned. Um, and that's kind of what just happened. And, and then it kind of just works because we're both in each other's videos all the time. For the yeah. Part. So, um, so I think, yeah, overall it's, it's definitely helped cement either of both of us in, in, in each other's videos or life a little bit more, I guess, not life really, but, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I think that answers the question. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think no, people like good. it anyway. Cause it's like, yeah, you almost get a, a double scoop of ice cream instead of, yes. and I mean, who, who just wants one? No one. You always want to. And it's kind of like it's kind of like what you were mentioning before prior to us recording the show, the the A plot and the B plot of uh, any mm-hmm. storyline. Only in this case, you're both 
respectively the A plot and the B plot, depending on which one you watch first or oh, totally, you know, yeah, whichever is the the favorite. I mean, you know, we try to make it like um, a good Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is just our yes. universe, right? So you you know you got your Ant Man's and your Tony Starks and your Guardians. I mean, sure, we're not rolling that deep, but we got each other. And, uh, you know, you go for his episode and then you go for my episode. And that's that's we're, we're trying to create our own our own universe here of just the the Jason, Caleb, Mami Amigos. Universe. Holy crap. So if, you, if you're both if you're both uh, Captain America and Iron Man, uh, the equivalents, uh, yeah. you know, you need uh, you need that third person, that Thor. Mm. Uh, you, you need to True. roll that out soon. Oof, that's true. That's true. We got to start our di- auditioning, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I nominate, uh, what's her name? That that girl from Germany. Oh, um, that's a good, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. She's, I, like uh, the, I mean, the very least, she's the, the, the uh, Scarlett Johansson of the group. Well, so, she, I mean, she might have yeah. to move over to California, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or, yeah, you know, true. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess she, there is the Guardians of the Galaxy. They exist in the in the in the, in space, and Tony doesn't. You know, Tony Stark's in in reality. So you know what? You're just right. I think I think yeah, it's good. That's kind of what you know. Jason and I. Uh, Jason texted me the other day, and he was like, "Hey, man, um, I think we need to make New York an annual thing, and not just you know once every once in a while, because we just have so many friends in New York. So yeah. maybe maybe New York is going to be our." Uh, there's a good people in New York are our third. That's our, our, our Thors or our, our guardians or something like that. You know, that's the it's character up, itself. Yeah. Yeah. We team up and then, you know, we head back over here. Nice. I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. Good, good. Avengers assemble. Hell yeah. yeah. We're, <laughs> we're just spitballing right now. We're, we're making up some good, some good canon, I think. Uh, yeah. We're just blue skying things, you know, yeah. just, you know, uh, look, Feige needs to help all he, uh, the, the, the last few Marvel movies that I've seen. So you know, uh, if he, if he wants to dip his toe into the YouTube space and wants to help give us some pointers, I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him a seat at the table. There you go. Um, so we, we talked about your favorite, uh, cameras, uh, yeah. how about, uh, how about, uh, films like, Oh yeah, for sure. It changes, uh, from, from, uh, seems like from video to video really. But, um, recently, definitely for the past, like this year and the end of last year, it's been a very healthy Lomo 800 and uh portrait 800. Those two stocks, are just, you can do anything to them, anything with them. Like they're amazing. And it does help, you know, with, with a lot of the stuff that Jason and I shoot um, in abandoned buildings or even, you know, even if you're in New York, it really helps. It, honestly, 800 ISO is perfect no matter what. But yeah. these two stocks can handle a lot. Um, and so I think that's where, I mean, unfortunately, they're obviously some of the most expensive stocks. But um, those are really my, been my favorite so far just the the added saturation that portrait 800 gives you and just lomo just looks great it's just solid across the board so it's yeah it is solid it, it, i i gotta admit that that kodak makes some amazing stuff i mean um, they've been they they know what they've been doing i think yeah and they're still in the game which is great i'm okay with that <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, just barely. I it. I, well, yeah, I know. Let's <laughs> let's 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 keep it light. Let's keep this podcast light. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I I often think like 
I, I love Fujifilm because uh, their their color science is just mm. ridiculous. Like it, it's amazing, and yeah, like yeah. I often think, what what if Kodak had Fujifilm's like dedication to photography? Mm. Like, what would they be today? And oh, totally! It, it the game could have been completely different, and I. Dream of like yeah. a film simulation of Kodachrome and Portra, like actual, yeah. like film, like like being able to market on digital, like that would be, that would be the dream. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like almost like straight from manufacturer, straight from the people creating the the emulsions and stuff. That no, for sure. I you know, but if you think about like alternate universes and 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 whatever, it's like what happens. So what happened if they did actually do that, right? What if they did get their act together and was like, hey, we're not going to like kill this digital thing. We're going to like celebrate it. What, wh- where would film be, you know, at this moment in time? I wonder if they would, if it would be the way of Fuji and they'd just be like, you know what? No, we're killing the 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 camera game with the digital. So like why keep Portra around or why keep anything around? So I don't well, know. It's a double-edged sword with Fujifilm. Like to, to yes, to one respect, they, they, they are – ceasing production on a bunch of film, which yeah. I pray that they're, you know, they're not totally getting rid of it. Maybe mm-hmm. they're just kind of doing the Disney vault thing where we're getting rid of it for a few years and then <laughs> Disney vault. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll bring it out. Well, I'll t- I'll, yeah, as long as it doesn't go away forever, you know, if they bring it out of the vault every 20 years or whatever it is, 10 years, I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> fine with that. Give me a steel book edition of, of Peter Pan and Natura 1600. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, kids, ask your parents if you don't get the still uh, the the Disney Vault thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably don't do that anymore, do they? I have no idea. Now that they have Disney Plus, they're they're all over the place. Oh, totally. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, like what you were saying. Uh, yeah, what were you, yeah? Keep keep going with what you were saying. Um. Oh God, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. Disney <laughs> That's Plus. fine. Disney I think Plus will do that to you. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah, what, yeah totally. what am I watching next? The Mandalorian. Yeah. All right, Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, okay. So to, to, to go to Disney Plus real quick, actually, I just watched Fire of Love or something like that. It's that volcano, um, the, the volcanologist documentary. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. It was so fantastic. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Part of the reason I watch it is because like the entire thing was shot on 16 because you know it's back in the 80s when all they had was basically 16. Yeah. Um, so the, the footage is phenomenal. Um, and so I can't remember the main, the main guy's name or one of the two, one of the two volcanologists. And I hope I'm even saying that right. But yeah, he was like, Oh yeah, I'm not a filmmaker or whatever. It's like, dude, you know what you're doing? Like he, <laughs> he's running around with an SR, an Aerie SR 16 millimeter camera with some massive zoom lenses for sure. And getting pretty images. I think you're a filmmaker. Uh, but it's all it's super beautiful um all like four threes uh 16 mil it's great so um you know it's funny that, plus but it's great it's funny that you mentioned that like i remember watching this one documentary um where, where they needed footage of uh a free fall uh and like right by like angel falls and mm. they had the 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 guy with the parachute he had this insanely massive rig like pr- pretty much like mm. bolted to his neckline yeah we're, we're like if, you know the, you know everything is fascinating like like you you would imagine that if he were to just jump it would be head first all the way down <laughs> uh just because oh, of man. the weight yeah 
totally. And like, oh my god! Like nowadays is just like like eighty GoPros all oh, along yeah. the body just to get a three sixty view of this whole uh-huh. thing. Oh my god! That dude had a neck of steel. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, in some cases, I guess technology is great. <laughs> Other cases, yeah. we can be nostalgic. Exactly. Um, yeah. Maybe, and I'm maybe living a little too nostalgically. I don't know. But uh, to your point, I mean, it, it's it is that 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 fine look that you're, you're that could only be achieved by 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 film at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal white whale. When it comes to film cameras, um, this is a camera that I've always wanted to own because it, one, I'll be honest, sheer look is just sexy as hell. I mean, hey, we're, I get you. I'm right there with you <laughs> when it comes to cameras looking sexy and, and picking them up for that. So, And, and that is the Fujifilm GF670. Six, uh, mm, okay, yeah. It is like that that foldable camera. The, yeah, the yeah, lens yeah. pops out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eighty millimeter, three point five lens. Mm, yeah, just that's not, a, that's not a bad one. It's it's a pricey one though. <laughs> uh, that well, that is very true. Yeah, they uh, a lot of those medium format bodies can can get a little pricey. I mean, it's not X pan expensive. Well, that's okay. Fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, expand kind of oh, that that went through the roof very quickly. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I probably would have one if if it didn't if it didn't explode like that. But those, I mean, the it's so it's a weird design too, though. Like if you look at that body, you're like, hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then it just works. It's like they knew what they were doing when they created that. And that's, well, that's something that you can always finish. say. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the X-Pan or the... No, well, the X-Pan, but, but, but even going larger than that, like, or, or not larger, but further than that, like, they make beautiful cameras. Yeah. Um, it, no matter what it is, they're, they're, they're going back to the roots of what these cameras look like um, or looked like and got people excited. Um they just, yeah they so they they their design team is fantastic I would say for sure totally across the uh, board I mean even look at any of the the GW when I had the I had the GW for a while GW six ninety I mean that thing is that thing's a beast and it 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 looks nice it looks really beautiful uh, so how how was your experience using the Fujifilm uh, medium format cameras like and why did you ultimately yeah did you get rid of them or uh, yeah yeah well that that one the the six yeah, yeah, yeah gw 690 i got rid of um to be fair i think it was be i ended up getting in a, a mamiya so yeah well which kind of is one. fair that's uh yeah I, <laughs> it's it's r.i.p mamiya um they it just seemed like it was doing the same thing i mean sure the negative is bigger but I never really needed a bigger negative than six, seven when I do yeah. the format anyway. And so it was just, it unfortunately just found itself on the shelf too often. Um, and I couldn't justify having that camera sit around just to look pretty uh, like in that capacity. Um, there's a few cameras that, you know, if I had and didn't take out a lot, I, I would probably keep around, but I just felt so bad. I, c- I couldn't do it because it's such, such a workhorse. I mean, 
the thing will never fail for you. It, it produces beautiful negatives. The lens is amazingly sharp. Um, it's not, yeah, it was like, a, I think it was a three, five. It's not the fastest thing in the world, but like it's medium format. So there's a lot of four, you know, F4 lenses out there that yeah. are fantastic. So I think, I think that's ultimately why I just needed someone else to pick it up and start using it. Um, I needed it out there in the world more so than just on my shelf. And yeah, I, I totally hear you, man. Um, when did the love of photography come into play? Like mm. but prior to your, uh, your career in visual mm. effects, mm-hmm. uh, were, did you ever do any kind of uh, regular photography? I say regular photography. <laughs> that, that that's kind of ironic because film used to be the regular. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever do any kind of digital photography prior to doing the film photography? You know, no, not really. Um, occasionally, I did. So when I moved out to LA twelve years ago now, something like that, I um, I moved out with a Canon sixty D, their crop sensor camera. Um, and I didn't, I knew a few people, but I didn't know a ton of people. And so I would find myself on weekends, occasionally going out with that camera. It was nothing crazy or inspiring for me, really. Um, and to, to be fair, I've never produced anything from that camera that I was really happy about, but it w- at least got me out and shooting yeah, and, and just walking around the neighborhood. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, photography, photography just really started with picking up my first film camera, the Holga, um, and, and just shooting. That was, that was the first one that, that did it. Um, wow. I really did it. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It's not, yeah, it was, it's, it's a weird one for sure. I don't know how many people could be (laughs) like, yeah, whole media format Holga was my introduction and my love affair into photography. They're fun cameras, though. I, I, you know, knock. We can make fun of Holga until oh. till the cows come home, but oh, totally. you play with a Holga, and it's like you're 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 back at being a kid again. And, and yeah, the fu- the funny thing is, like you know, it's it started me down this path. It was almost like no risk, really. It was it was me playing around. It's a toy, right? And yes. So it's like you know. What's, what's 70 bucks when you're starting a new hobby? You're like, oh, okay, I'll get into it. It's not like, you know, I didn't pick up a M6 for the first time and be like, I think I might like this, you know? Yep. Um, it, you, I, I start, I should have actually back then, I should have picked up an M6. It probably would have saved myself a lot of headache, but. Um, that money. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that it was, that was the first go around of like, yeah, this is, this is really fun. Um, and it was just me taking that out. And the, the best part about that was almost, I mean, if you think about it, it's almost kind of like a, a cyber shot really, because it had a flash. Um, so I could expose it whenever I wanted. I bought a bunch at that time, um, expired film. They were giving that stuff away. I bought so much expired film for, I think about 70 bucks too. It was something. Oh, super. It was, it was an insane amount of expired film that lasts me probably the first like year and a half or two years of photography. I wasn't also shooting as much as I am now, but it was a lot of film for a very little price. Um, and so I just would take it out after work and shoot 
my friends and, you know, drink a beer and put a weird red flash on and take photos. And, you know, it was just fun. And then, and then it just started getting a little bit more like, Oh, I, I want, I want options. I want, I want to be able to actually, you know, choose my F stop and, and actually know what my focus will be and learn the exposure triangle. I mean, at that point I knew what the exposure triangle is, but you know, like the, I, like just, I wanted control. Yeah, um, I was I was done with the toys and I was ready to dive in. So, um, that's yeah, that's kind of how that all started, and where <laughs> the addiction took over. <laughs> oh man, I, that, that brought me back to uh, uh, what was it, my, the, the late nineties for me <laughs> when you yeah. mentioned the, the film uh, back back when I was uh, learning to be a reporter. Um, that, that's when I got bit by the photography bug is, oh, nice. uh, they, they taught me photojournalism yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. just because they were, e- even back then they were too cheap to hire photographers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. It doesn't seem like it changes. It did, so the more things change, the more things stay the same. Yeah. Um, and, and they were just, we would all carry our own point and shoots, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there'd just be, uh, on the, you know, right by the door where the reporters used uh, just this fishbowl of uh, the, the Kodak T-Max black and white film and just, just there, just take it. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go just handfuls. Like just, just make sure you have film, fill it up. (laughs) That's amazing. Now I feel like, I feel like a hoarder now, like looking at my film fridge is, is almost feel disgusted a little bit that I have that much, but it's like, well, you know, Natura 1600 is never coming back. So I got to save it. And all these other, you know, I have when, when Fuji um, said that they were going to end their pro form H line, I was like, "Uh Oh, look, just probably like a lot of people. And I went out and like every single time I went to Sammy's here and in Hollywood, I would pick up another box if they had it. Yeah. And, and, and I just did that for like a week. And then I was like, Okay, I think I got to stop now. And that, now we're like, what, two years later or a year and a half later, and it actually still exists. I'm like, that was maybe a little premature. <laughs> maybe I forgot a little too much. But you never know because you never know when that line is going to sneak up on you. Oh, you're right. You really don't. You never know when it's never going to exist again. And I think, I think uh, was was it last year or the year before where the there was so just so much film. Um, it was a film drought basically. And it's just like, well, I think I have PS, PS, PTSD from that where it's just like, well, I don't know when Portra's coming back or, or well, not that I shoot much of Portra, but Ultramax, like where's Ultramax? I don't know where Ultramax is. <laughs> I need it. It's a, you, you just never know. So you yeah. know, good for you for hoarding. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even, even, even when you hoard it, like even when that, when that time comes for you to, Use it when it's uh, when when it's empty. It's like you don't you still don't want to do it uh-huh. oh, because totally. then you won't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also the thing of like you know I have a bunch of ISO one uh, 100 film, and a lot of times it's just like if I'm gonna go out on a trip, I kind of preconceive like what I'm gonna be shooting, where we're gonna be going, what conditions I might be in, and then it's I then I always just go back to be like, well, Porter. Portrait 800 is the best thing to do <laughs> or Lobo 800 is the best thing to do. Cause I need it. I need the extra, you know, the extra, uh, the, the range there. And I have so much 100 that I'm like, well, 
just not this time. You know, it's it's almost like throwaway film or test rolls kind of thing. Um, so I do end up finding myself buying film still <laughs> because I'm like, well, I, I ran out of Lomo 800 a week ago because I shot oh it all. So I need more, you know, it's like those, those ones that you always go to. It's like now the film fridge is basically just full of film that I might shoot it on in a certain occasion at some point. <laughs> so you need your, wrong. you need your own holiday. Like, like, like Jason has with uh, ectochrome Christmas. I do. I do need my own holiday. You, you need right. like, uh, uh, what do you need? Uh, Lomo Easter or something like that. Yeah, Lomo Easter. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Pro 400 H independence day. <laughs> oh, no, there you go. You get the red filter, the, the, yeah. the blue filter and, and, and a, a nice, um, uh, I, I don't know what polarizer. Polarizer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 Just, Oh man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny. It's, it's kind of funny. Like, uh, Ectochrome Christmas is, um, it's, it, it's, you, you, like Jason said in kind of his last one, he's like, I don't know if I'm, if I want to do it again. Cause at a certain point, you know, film photography, I, we talk about this a lot. It's hard. Cause like, you know, we're kind of exploring, uh, something that only kind of has every once in a while, a glimmer of a new hope of something coming, coming out. Right. Like, yeah. A 400D from Cinestill or or 3D printed parts or Veloy creating more camera um, scanning equipment for people to get into. You know, you have these little little things from little companies kind of coming up. Um, but it's, you know, it's not like the camera market where it's like, well, Sony's going to come out with two new cameras this year or whatever they do. Or Fuji's going to come out with their new cameras. And, you know, it's like it's it's the cycle is so much slower and a lot more unknown. Um and, and and so it's like, well, is there, is there going to be another Ectochrome? Like, is, is Ectochrome 100T coming out again, you know, or whatever? But, you know, you're almost fi- fighting the limitations of, of the medium a little bit in some capacity. Um, Pentax, mm, they, yeah. they are coming out with uh, uh, some some kind of new film camera coming out mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Um, you think Fuji can take a, a note out of that book? Oh my God. If, uh, if only. The, the, I, the, I think they should. I think it, Fuji would be the, the best people to do it. Well, Fuji, I mean, in one respect, like, like anybody listening to this podcast will know how much I, I go uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs when it comes to the, their film simulations. Mm-hmm. Like the, the nostalgic negative film sim that they have is just, 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 just like it makes my head spin. Uh, I heard people love that so much. I have photographed entire weddings um, just using that film simulation. Oh, wow. um, uh, family portraits I've done, mm-hmm. um, and I did one wedding on their medium format using that film simulation. Oh uh, yeah. Those media format bodies are sick. Oh my God. It, it is like, yeah, it, it, it's the, you're, you're holding an anvil, but it's yeah. uh, it, to me anyway, because I'm, yeah. I'm so used to the, the APSC stuff. Oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, truthfully, like the, the, the medium format cameras are no different than like what Canon is today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's just 
you know, bigger. It's, it's, but man, those film simulations, like for, for the longest time, it was just available on, um, that one particular one was only available for the, for the medium format line. They're like, yeah, we can't. We we're, we we don't have the technology to do for the for, for the regular uh, mm. the, the X trans. I'm like that's right. bullshit. Make it happen. Right. Make it happen. Okay, Fuji. We know what's going on behind the scenes. No, for sure. But no, when they made the fun. XH series, uh, and then ultimately the XT5, uh, it finally came to uh, the the X trans. And oh yeah 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 yeah. Now, now I'm now I'm happy because I got my. Well, so uh, what what are you rocking? What kind of camera? What cameras are you uh, into right now when it comes to the Fuji system? Like what what's your jam? I got the XT5 okay. uh, as my my primary camera. Cool. Um, I have uh, my XT4 that does my video work. Mm, okay, why uh, why not? Is it just because you kind of want two different? Because the XT4 and the XT5 aren't they fairly similar when it comes to specs? Or well, obviously the five is better when it comes to specs, but the flippy um, screen is better for video. Okay, okay, right, and they went back to the the other one for, for the yeah, five, right, yeah. And I have an XT3 as my backup. So if I'm shooting a wedding, mm. it's my XT3 and XT5 at, uh, on either side of me. Oh, um, and then I have the X-T4 sitting as backup. Um, and if I really need another backup, um, I have my X-E4, which is like mm-hmm. a, a smaller range finder. Yeah, yeah. Thing. But otherwise, the X-E4 is like my personal camera that I can take anywhere with me. It's it, it's small. Yeah. It's light. It's mm-hmm. uh, um, but, yeah. but it doesn't have all the film sims that the X-T5 does. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin actually just he picked up a an XT five. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to go and sh- out and shoot a little bit. And maybe I'm going to have to steal it from you to play around with it. <laughs> I would love thing. to see what you could do with it. Like I just yeah. do some stuff with the film simulations. Uh, yeah, like, cause totally. in some respects, I get it. it. It's not the same as film. It, it'll mm-hmm. never be the same as film. Um, just because of the nature of how, film yeah. takes in light and how sensors take for sure, in light for sure yeah you but, know i think i think you know going back to what i was saying though with with it when it comes to like how the camera feels when i'm using it yeah this is what i'm 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 gonna pitch to you fuji because i know you're listening create a body with an advanced lever this is also super super stupid create a body with an advanced lever that makes you for the next photo has to to cock it to the next frame boom done i'd probably do it i would be sold because at that point you have the tactile nature you have the feeling of taking that photo that i I love but you know you have the convenience of digital i'm just throwing that out there for you guys in digital and in in fuji land you know and i'll convert (laughs) you don't even have to make that lever functional you just need a lever I just need the lever. Just give give me the the action. I need the action. You know. I oh my god! Like I'm part of the photo. Here's what we do: we make an L bracket for cameras, right? Okay, okay. okay. We make it, can't it be so super that, bulky, though. Well, I actually use L brackets on my Fujis because I need okay. that extra grip. Oh, um, okay. But what you can oh, do, yeah. 
make a special L bracket mm. where it incorporates that lever. Mm. So you put it in that lever spot. Yeah. And, and it's almost and, like a thumb rest. Yes. Mm. Use that as a thumb rest and then make it into a, into some kind of lever. This is a billion dollar idea right now. I think it is. I think it's, it's, it's an idea that the, uh, that would be copied by the Chinese companies and sold on Amazon in two seconds. A hundred percent. And I'm here for it. I, you know what? That's where I get my old brackets. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. The, the, I, I have to say that I do a lot. If I, if I'm, I know a lot about a, a lot of different cameras for sure. Like, and so I've done a lot of research on the, on the Fuji cameras and I'm, I'm always impressed and I'm always like, I'm just like, give me it. Just give me the reason to, to hit buy. Just do it, please. Give me a, give me a reason that I can actually just justify to myself. Yeah. But, and then I'll do it. I'll do it. I promise. And I've, I would I've love been to there see. so many times. I've been there so many times. <laughs> I just want to see you use an X pro three. Uh, like w- oh, one episode, God, yeah. uh, I will make that call to Fujifilm myself. Hell tell yeah. them to, to send you an X Pro Three. <laughs> okay, if they send me an X Pro Three, I'll do an episode on it. Right on. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going to do that email first thing Monday morning. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll be waiting. <laughs> right on. Mister um, Fuji writes to me. <laughs> Fuji, we need you. <laughs> and then, and can you also send another blimp? Because I can't. Jason can't be the only one with a blimp. I need a blimp you know, too. <laughs> I have been looking for the blimp for so long, and I the only thing I was able to find was uh, a plush toy of the blimp that functions as a oh. keychain. Oh, that's cool. It's I mean, not it, the same. It's not the same, but it's still cool. I mean, not a lot of people have that. Yeah, I, I use that in my car. <laughs> There's a lot of times where I'm like looking through random stuff. Like I'm just like, oh, let me just go on to Craigslist or eBay or do one of those like offer up apps or something like that. I'm like, I always just like type in Kodak to see what kind of like weird thing Kodak made in the eighties, you know, cause they always made some weird thing that you're like, why did you do that? Like a thermos? Like, yeah. They're like, why would you, why, why, you know, but at the same time, why not? So I, uh, I always, I, I re- sometimes I randomly just do that just to see what there is, what there is that I can just find. And there's some interesting thing. There was, there was like an inner tube, like a big Kodak inner tube that I was like, do I need this? There's a very, very real part of me that says yes, that I need a big inner tube for no reason, but it's it's a Kodak inner tube. Oh my god, that forget the blimp. I know, right? But you could I only just have use that, that in all my videos in the back of all my videos is just this big old <laughs> inner tube. You could <laughs> only no use sense. that at swimming pools or 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 really snowy days. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all my all the episodes once I get that. All the episodes are going to be taking place in the pool right outside my apartment. There you go. Yeah, I think it's perfect. It only makes sense. Oh, yeah, totally. Unless you have a nautical-themed studio. I don't. I don't, know. My friend had a nautical-themed house, though, at some point. But I I don't know how Kodak would work its way into that. Probably. Yeah, that one's a tougher one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, especially for sane people, unlike me. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the fun insanity? Uh, That's true. Very true. Yeah, I like to celebrate the the craziness. I mean, I guess if anybody's seen my channel, then they know that I'm not 
I'm not particularly uh, sane. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Um, look, I I could keep talking shop with you all day. Um, I'd love to have you back on just to to yeah, kind of go 100%. into like future projects. Oh, totally, um, yeah. Like, like this, this was so much fun. Um, yeah, I agree. I have so much fun. Podcasting is, you know, it's a, it's a, obviously Jason and I's new obsession, but we are very much into just like that. You know, we've said a, a few times before, but like doing this, meeting people, having conversations, just talking to cool people is really at the end of the day, what it is. And it's like photography just brings people together. And that's totally really what we love about it as well. It's cause it's just, there's so many people in my life now that I would have never known at all, even remotely. But this channel has brought in so many people into my life that has just made it even grander than before. And it, it, I'm, I'm very appreciative to everything that has come my way from, from the channel. And yeah. Dude, if you're ever, if you're ever in the new England area, Give me a call. We'll do a photo walk. I'll uh, buy you a beer. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then we can just chat even more without the limitations of mics in our face. Film versus Fuji film. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We'll have to have a shoot off or something. Yeah. Bring me up for your, for, for your uh, eventual channel. We'll, we'll do a, we'll do a shoot off. There you go. That that, that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, In the meantime, man, where can they find you on the web so they can see your work? I mean, you can find me at just my name, Caleb Kneven, or you can find me at Bad Flashes. Either way, it's I'm sure you put it into Google, it'll it'll take you somewhere. I'm sure I'm not I'm not hard to find, that's for sure. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Um, again, great talking to you and uh man, we'll Thank be in so touch. Much. Yeah, but that's I love it. I am so there for it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope to see you back next week. I wanted to also mention one more time that this is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And my name is Mark Sadowski. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter. Mostly Instagram, though. I'm at Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. And you can also check out my other podcast, X Mark. It's a Fujifilm-esque kind of show, where it's more spice of life and pretty infrequent. But if you want more of my voice, that's the place to check it out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.